parliaments is almost dissolved, and some MPs are going home for good. Others are hoping they won't be, and some old faces are hoping to move back in. It's been a whirlwind week, and with the remaining EU member states reaching agreement on handling Brexit negotiations, the next week is likely to become even more heated. So, what exactly happens? If you're having to go to the extreme of defending your leadership style, how can anyone really have confidence in you? That's a question some people may want to ask Jeremy Corbyn. The Labour leader said this. If party leaders put themselves ahead of serving the people, they stop listening and even put our country at risk. And this. So while it might not be the stuff of sound bites, I've always believed in standing firm and empowering others. Which is maybe even an attempt at a soundbite. Theresa May hasn't been faring too well here as well, putting in a poor performance on political TV shows this morning. When asked not to speak in soundbites, this is what happened. As we go through this election, every party will be talking about what they think is important. I'll be talking about... Strong the, and stable leadership. Well, I'll be talking... And there's a reason for talking about yeah. strong and stable leadership and having a strong and stable government. It's precisely because this is the most important right. election the country's faced in my lifetime. It's about the future of the country. It's about the national interest. Later, when asked a question about nurses facing cuts in their pay and some having to resort to food banks, she tried to avoid the question. We have... And there are many complex reasons why people go to, go to food banks. And I want to develop an economy where, yes, we have a strong economy so that we can pay for the public services that people need, but also we have an economy where we're creating secure jobs and well-paid jobs. Neither Corbyn nor May appear to have impressed this weekend. Now, let me talk to you about Tim Farron. Hopefully by now people have a slightly better idea who he is. Well, they better do, or his chances of becoming the new leader of the opposition, like he wants to, are pretty slim. A brief look at the current polls tells us they are only forecasting around 10% for the Lib Dems, which even with Labour's questionable standing, doesn't really give Farron's lot much to go on. Of course, nothing is certain, and it's still all to play for. So, what's been happening in Wales? Nothing less than a political revolution, according to the latest poll conducted by the Wales Governance Centre at Cardiff University for ITV. It makes some grim reading in a nation where Labour head up things at Cardiff Bay. The Conservatives, for the first time in an extremely long time, are ahead of all the other parties in Wales. The first real test will be the council elections this week. If they don't look good, some quick thinking will be needed. Moving north of the border, and Theresa May told a crowd in Aberdeenshire... Every vote for me and my team will strengthen my hand in the Brexit negotiations. That will, that will strengthen the union, strengthen the economy, and the UK and Scotland together will flourish. The SNP were not impressed, and a defiant Nicola Sturgeon said in Glasgow that she wouldn't allow the Tories to drag Scotland backwards. What has become clear this week is that the battle for Scotland appears very much a two-horse race, but not in the way it's traditionally been, with the Conservatives looking most likely to gain at the expense of other parties. And finally, UKIP. 
After what must have been a painful few days for UKIP supporters, Paul Nuttall finally confirmed he was standing for election in Boston and Skegness, but made the announcement 170 miles away in Hartlepool, which just made everyone scratch their heads in disbelief.